Welcome to The Gospel in the Game, a podcast by Trinity United Methodist Church in Huntsville, Alabama. Join us as we look together for the gospel of Christ in the games we love. Today's scripture is Luke chapter 15, verses 11 through 32. Jesus continued, There was a man who had two sons. The younger one said to his father, Father, give me my share of the estate. So he divided his property between them. Not long after that, the younger son got together all he had, set off for a distant country, and there squandered his wealth in wild living. After he had spent everything, there was a severe famine in that whole country, and he began to be in need. So he went and hired himself out to a citizen of that country, who sent him to his fields to feed pigs. He longed to fill his stomach with the pods that the pigs were eating, but no one gave him anything. When he came to his senses, he said, How many of my father's hired servants have food to spare? And here I am starving to death. I will set out and go back to my father and say to him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and against you. I am no longer worthy to be called your son. Make me like one of your hired servants. So he got up and he went to his father. But while he was still a long way off, his father saw him and was filled with compassion for him. He ran to his son, threw his arms around him, and kissed him. The son said to him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and against you. I am no longer worthy to be called your son. But the father said to his servants, Quick, bring the best robe and put it on him. Put a ring on his finger and sandals on his feet. Bring the fattened calf and kill it. Let's have a feast and celebrate. For this son of mine was dead and is alive again. He was lost and is found. So they began to celebrate. Meanwhile, the older son was in the field. When he came near the house, he heard music and dancing. So he called one of the servants and asked him what was going on. Your brother has come, he replied, and your father has killed the fattened calf because he is back and safe and sound. The older brother became angry and refused to go in. So his father went out and pleaded with him. But he answered his father, Look, all these years I've been slaving for you and never disobeyed your orders. Yet you never gave me even a young goat so I could celebrate with my friends. But when this son of yours who has squandered your property with prostitutes comes home, you kill the fattened calf for him. My son, the father said, you are always with me, and everything I have is yours. But we had to celebrate and be glad, because this brother of yours was dead and is alive again. He was lost and is found. I'm Matt Weber, and here's how coaching helped me understand the prodigal son. As a firstborn child, I always identified with the firstborn son in the parable of the prodigal son. I was the rule follower, the risk-averse kind of kid. I could see the goal at the end of the road and saw the very straight path that led to it. The idea of celebrating someone that wandered off that path and came back broken bothered me a lot. I would have been okay if the parable ended with the father accepting him back into the fold as a hired servant, having him serve penance for a time, and then being redeemed. That seemed fair to me. To have the lost son come home to receive the best the father had to offer seemed the antithesis of what should have happened. My swim coaching career started just after college. And my general philosophy about athletes and how to be great at our sport largely reflected the same philosophy. Stay on the path, work incredibly hard, and great things will happen to you. 
To this day, I appreciate how truly difficult it is to walk that path. It takes amazing determination, tenacity, and single-mindedness to act like the first son in the parable. I still wonder how we celebrated the athletes who stick to the straight and narrow enough. It didn't take long coaching to realize, though, that the most joy I received out of coaching was not always the straight and narrow swimmer. Often, it was working with the swimmer who had gotten lost along the way that I enjoyed the most. Some of these athletes had parents that ran too hot too early with their careers and pushed them to be something they weren't ready for. For some, it was an injury that had derailed things for a while. For others, it was life choices that they made that were not conducive to being an athlete. Whatever their reasons for leaving the sport or wandering aimlessly around in it, I found the richest experiences coaching these athletes. Teaching these athletes to love the sport again for themselves and not for others, or working through a strenuous rehab schedule, or helping them through better life choices are where I was challenged the most as a coach. These athletes taught me that each athlete's journey is different, and the straight path that I always saw early in my life isn't the only one. As a coach that often walks this path alongside them, you begin to understand what the father was feeling when he saw the lost son emerge from his long and winding road. You understand the misery that they have felt, and the celebration is all the richer because of it. You also understand the athlete that suffers through the twists and turns along the path gains life experiences, maturity, and a different life perspective. As a coach, you realize how important this redemptive knowledge is to team or family as a whole. Introspectively, these crooked path athletes also teach you that we are all on the crooked path when it comes down to it. Our journey may seem straight path at times, but when we look back, we see all of the failures and sin we have committed. Because we understand the celebration that the father gives the prodigal son, we also know that all of us can be redeemed and celebrated. What was lost is now found. Please pray with me. Dear Father, we ask that you give us the patience to deal with the crooked path people in our lives and the ability to see the difference between the straight path and the crooked. And we ask that you give us the grace to walk our own crooked paths and still find you at the end. Amen. This has been a production of Trinity United Methodist Church in Huntsville, Alabama. Check us out online at trinityhsv.org. We hope God has been present today for you in this podcast.